that this is one ingredient that can be in the way or this is one ingredient, the good heart, that can help you on your way yeah, to, that, way to, to that kind of intimacy and connectedness with God that you were made for. Um, and that's available. It's available. We know it because it, we've experienced it. pleasure to have uh, Michael Thompson, my friend, back on the Kindling Fire podcast. Thanks for coming back. No, good to be here. So uh, Michael is the director of Zoe Ministries. He's the author of Search and Rescue and The Heart of a Warrior. And he is uh, an amazing guy and uh, who's had an amazing journey around the topic we're going to talk about, which is the heart. So, and we're sitting here in beautiful downtown Durham mm-hmm. in yeah. the, what do you call this place? The tower. The tower. The tower. It's the tower <laughs> guard, the tower, the tower view. It's a, uh, it's a place that uh, was made available to our team to uh, office out of, but uh, you know, it's got couches and chairs and stuff more than, more than desks. And we, yeah. uh, we just kind of make it home and there's coffee in there and a microwave so we can survive for a day or two in here if we have to but it's a good place yeah it's uh it's uh if you've ever been around durham north carolina you've seen that you've seen the tower it's a glass building with a big pointy top so mm-hmm. um so today we're going to be talking about um uh, the good heart and uh and i've been friends with michael long enough to know that there's been a story and a journey to go from you know one view based on scripture to another view based on scripture and reality mm-hmm. uh, and uh you just have so much to help and offer here mm-hmm. so um i think where i want to start is where did the idea that god has given us a good heart mm-hmm. start like where was that bomb dropped <laughs> yeah yeah it, like a lot of things um you know we we first might talk about them that we found them you know but i think when we really get to looking at it pretty hard and, and well we realize you know through god's hands it, it found us mm. you know um so I would, I would definitely make that, you know, it was part of my journey, uh, in my, in my faith journey, my Christianity, growing up, going to church, um, hearing a certain kind of gospel most Sundays, um, the cross for sin, forgiveness. Yeah. And, um, and those are, those are definitely pieces and important parts of the gospel. Um, but, um, 53 now and, uh, for the timeline anyway, born in 1964 and, um, yeah, accepted Christ when I was 12, um, and, and probably accepted him a couple hundred more times after that. Yeah. And, uh, through college. So, um, went into full-time ministry 
evangelism and discipleship. So all of that's really the backdrop of, of what happened this uh, winter conference that I was at in 2002. It was a John Eldridge conference, Wild at Heart, was, was kind of the point of it all. Yeah. And had really impacted me and some friends. And so we found ourselves, you know, going out to Colorado for more. And, um, and, and there was more, uh, much more than just the book that we had read that had impacted us and then invited us to more. Uh, so we were out there at a beautiful setting. And John starts talking about uh, the good heart. So really, it was John Eldridge who yeah. introduced me to the idea, the concept, even the theology. I was in seminary at the time. I'm 38 years old at that time, in 2002, and I'm hearing this. And um, going to seminary, getting a master's in counseling. And, um, and so all of that's kind of colliding in, in, in this moment that I'm describing. I'm in the audience. John's talking, and he, start, and he uses the phrase about the good heart. And a real check came up in my, my heart, my system, my mind. It was like, wait a minute, that can't be right. You know, right. Um, I had subscribed and had been invited to subscribe most of my life to the Your, your Heart is Wicked, yeah. Jeremiah, Ezekiel, these Old Testament passages and that, that describe, yeah, they say that. I mean, that you, um, the heart is deceitful, mm-hmm. uh, wicked. And, and that's all I, you know, it was kind of a closed file for, what's that, uh, 26 years from 12 to 38. It was a yeah. closed file. You know, those like cold case, you know, yeah. those, uh, those shows. <laughs> the was file a, is the closed. Criminal, yes, exactly. The crime file was closed. <laughs> and and, uh, and I didn't know it was going to get reopened there. And, and he started talking about it. And that's when um, what, what really happened was um, I... He was talking, and I had to. I looked in the back of my Bible at the concordance. It was, you know, um, a lot of Bible study Bibles have a concordance in the back. Yeah. And that's where I saw, man, there's a couple hundred passages about this. And he's talking, and I'm kind of thumbing through my Bible. Yeah. And uh, and poking around at passages that he's referring to, and and I, I knew he was he was on to something. I just didn't know. How what it was, how prolific it might be, uh, but that was where it really began to be um, to not only get my attention but to demand my attention. Uh, to if this is true, I remember saying, if this is true, this changes things. This changes everything. Mm-hmm. If this is true, yeah, it's, it seems to be a common experience where uh, men and women will sin. They'll read scripture, and they will very much say, yeah, my heart is deceitful. Even that hymn, I'm thinking, I I can't get the exact words, but there's a hymn about, you know, my heart will wander. Mm -hmm. You know, prone to wander. Prone to wander, yeah. Prone to wander. And and, um, there's something in us that just says, yeah, that's true. Because that's more of the truth that I experience. Failing, not measuring up not doing well or right by God. Mm-hmm. Therefore, this must be my only condition. Yeah. And um, whereas I think you start highlighting scriptures and truths about the redeemed heart. Right. And you start walking in more 
victory or right. overcoming or the sort of resurrection life, right. it becomes more um, easier to come in agreement with that truth. Yeah. Um, but a lot of times you'll get locked in the box. If you're locked in the box of I'm evil and the best I can do is probably not very, you know, it's filthy rags. Right. Um, you know, good luck to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to be yeah. a long life. Yeah. I mean, sorry to be blunt yeah. about that, but it's yeah. so true. Well, it's very, it has a defeat, defeat, defeating, defeating kind of, yeah, yeah, you're, you're really not victorious. You're really yeah. not. You know, you you're you're the problem. You're the problem. Yeah, Uh, you're you're not going to get this right. You know, the core of you, and I think I like what you know you said about the redeemed heart. When we say the good heart, we're talking about the redeemed heart. The yeah, the heart that Jesus comes in and indwells in Mm -hmm. this core, holy of holies, known as our hearts. Um, No longer does He dwell in the temple. We are the temple, Paul says, and he indwells us, yeah. and he takes up a residence. And I know it sounds somewhat figurative, mm-hmm. but then again, in the spiritual realm, a lot of this is figurative to help us understand the literal, the reality of, of mm-hmm. how it works and, and, uh, and, and that how we're a part of it. And so I think that that's needed for this conversation, you know, that... That there's a um, the redeemed heart, the good heart, um, and that you know there's a work that Jesus is doing, mm. that the Holy Spirit is doing, that the Father is doing from the inside, and so there there has to be um, a transaction or a transition of something that's happened that once something used to be bad, but now it's been made good. Right. We're a new creation. We have the mind of Christ. I mean, all those identity passages, we're overcomers. All the identity passages that have been made almost 101 in discipleship. Mm-hmm. Neil Anderson, you know, was the first one I ever saw that put, I am blank in Christ. I am. And, you know, there was a hundred of those. Yeah. And so it doesn't make sense, logically or theologically, that you can be those things and you're still wicked at your core that your sin nature reigns in you mm. if you're given a new nature and you are now holy and learning how to be holy i mean doesn't that progression make way more sense yeah i mean yeah absolutely i mean again i'm trying to i'm putting those together as you're speaking those scriptures i'm thinking okay my heart is deceitfully wicked Yet I'm a new creation. Yeah, reconcile yeah, that. Yeah, How's yeah, the accounting? Work? Yeah, exactly. And, and I, you know, having gone to seminary as well, there is some this concept of where you you treat truth as um, what is the totality of the Bible. There's actually a term for mm-hmm, it. I don't mm-hmm. know, can't remember now, but the totality of the Bible uh, teach. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And a lot of times when you look at the progression of teaching and, and it, mm-hmm. you know, where this goes and where this points to is you are redeemed. You are a new creation. Right. Right. There is a transaction that has happened in the fundamental part of who you are. Yeah. It really, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm awesome with the idea instigated by God. I mean, orchestrated by God. He's, he's the one pursuing us. He's the one doing 
the heavy lifting. He's the one doing the work yeah. on our behalf. And yet our will, there's a, even if it's 1% or if it's 30%, if it's half a percent, there's something in there that your will matters. You know, your, your, your ability to choose one life over another, to choose him. Or even one belief of it. Yeah, that's right. That's a great word. Yeah. To believe, uh, as Romans says, to, if we believe in our hearts that Jesus is the Christ, you will be saved. Yeah. Confessing with your mouth, believing with your heart. The, the correlation, the connection between those two. those two things, you will be saved. So there's a there's a, mean, there's an important element that we're we're kind of moving around here that that what happens transactionally, what happens transitionally. Yeah. And and if it does happen, then the equipment that is installed in you hmm you are going to be invited to live from. And it's got to be good equipment. It has to be good. If you're going to live good, if you're going to live goodly, if you're going to live well, if you're going to live this life that Christ afforded us to live through his death on the cross, through payment, yeah. through ransom, if, if this is the life that we're supposed to live like him, to be more and more like him, it doesn't make sense that we're evil, that we're evil still, that we're that were against him. Yeah. And, and I think that the thing that, um, I mean, you've said, I think I heard it from you first about, you know, what is, what is most true about us? You know what I'm about to say? Yeah. If, yeah. Why don't you say, you say it so much better about well, the saints and the sinners. Yeah. I mean, as image bearers redeemed by yeah. God through Christ indwelled with the Holy spirit, him living in this place, um, yeah. then, you know we're, you know we're good men, yeah. we're, we're saints who can occasionally we can fall we can have we have our we have our sin, we have our false self actually it, it, it's it's more of there's somehow um, a, a false self content you know what was the flesh and false self mm-hmm. it doesn't go away fully um, not till. Not till Jesus comes back yeah, right. will there be no more kingdom of darkness, no more Satan, no more sin, no more false self, no more fallen world. All of that's going to be restored, and and those characters will no longer be in the story. Yeah. But until then, we contend with those things, but we contend with them from the side of victory. Right. And that's that's. It, 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 we we need to know that we have not only a fighting chance we've won, but we do have to go fight some battles. Yeah. So, um, man, from so a, from good. a from a phenomenal position in the kingdom, as his image bearers, co heirs, sons, daughters of God, if we tap into this. Oh, it's it's huge. Yeah. Uh, there was uh, so think of the Israelites and what you just said. God said to the Israelites uh, through Joshua, go into the land. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. given you each tribe. You get this portion. Oh, and by the way, there's still people there. And you are going to to obtain by faith what I have promised. Yeah. There may be some battles. Yeah. And, and, and some of them, uh, well, actually, I don't think any of them fully obeyed that. Right. Um, but the idea is that, well, why didn't God just clear the land and make it super easy? You know, and so that's where you get the, um, you know, back to the the sort of truest identity about us. Um, Are we saints who occasionally sin? 
Or are we at our core sinners who occasionally get it right, yeah. and then even then it's just filthy rags? <laughs> you know, yeah. really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, if I put the two glasses in front of somebody and you ask them, and you know, hopefully they have an honest moment, which of these would you like to drink from? Which one of these sounds but, the, but, best, the best deal? There's the, the, the good man, the good woman, you know, who, and that's, Jesus even says it in the parable of the seeds, the kingdom seeds that fall on the good heart. Yeah. The good and noble heart is actually how John yeah. records it. So, you know, there's, there's more than evidence about this. Yeah, and is, I would say really important. And it's not about what we want because there's there's going to be a camp, and I've been in this. Mm-hmm. It's just like, look, you know, man up, or you know, who cares what you feel? What does the Bible teach? Right. Yeah. And I think that where we're going with this is we're saying, well, the Bible, if yeah. being the ultimate authority, teaches you have who, been redeemed. Yeah, in Christ, through Christ, by Christ, from Christ, you the the, the work of redemption. Yeah. gives you, you know, you did have a wicked heart, Ezekiel, Jeremiah 17, but I will give you a new heart. Yeah. You know, I, I will renovate your heart. I will, re- I will redeem it. I will. Yeah. So there's a transaction that takes place. And, um, and he even says, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll come and live in your heart. I'll dwell in you. Hmm. My word, truth, hide it in your heart. I mean, it's, it doesn't say hide it in your wicked heart. Anyway, we're, maybe we're getting ahead of ourselves. But, you know, I, I think it's, um, it's inspired me and I think so many others. And I, I know that um, even as a dad, um, you know, I want to I invite my children to more, even when I need to address with them when they've settled for less. Yeah. Um, and so... That's a nice way to put it. <laughs> yeah, and 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 let and remind them, you know, that you're better than that. Yeah, that's not who you are. I get it, though. You got to figure some things out. You got to, you know, you're, you 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 put yourselves in some environments. Um, we all did, where um, the pull, you know, to um, choose badly was was and can be pretty strong. Uh, yeah. And that's not just you. I mean, there's a force at work against you, just yeah. like there's a God who's in love with you. Mm-hmm. And um, and so, you know, back to Old Testament and our our Israel Israelite friends. Yeah. I mean, God is a jealous God. You know, He, he and and that's a jealousy is a love conversation, mm-hmm. um, and a lover conversation, and. So uh, when he prophes- when you know when the prophets share, thus saith the Lord, you know it, mm. there's some rough moments in that for God's people, as there are for us as God's sons and daughters, when we disobey or when we yeah. go wandering or wayward or we go you know off the reservation, if you will. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, it's not that uh, you know we're not saying I'm not saying that. You're invincible. This good heart thing is is still. You're susceptible. You you have. Yeah. But but now you have a new you have a new nature. So the rivalry is now on. You, you know your ability to choose over sin, like Galatians, like Paul talks about in Galatians five. Here's the here's the deeds of the flesh. 
Mm-hmm. And here's and here's what a life in the spirit looks like. Yeah. So those contrasts are in there. But which side of the line are you now equipped to live on? Mm-hmm. The good side. The good side. And I think Peter, Paul, James, and John in all their letters to the first century church, that's that's a very constant theme that they make um, evident is what are you doing? Why are you doing that? That's not who you are anymore. Right. This is who you are. Therefore, I mean, send me a letter that doesn't have those ingredients and and it'll be a Bible that I don't know existed. But but it's just every one of those men write like that. So um, immediately I think of Kingdom of Heaven. Mm. Uh, the movie, yeah. uh, and and they said, you know, all of our knights are gone. You've got the religious leader sitting there in his ear, the leader. Um, I forgot who the Balian was. That yeah, Balian. Uh-huh. Balian. He's got this religious guy next to him, going, you know, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? There's no knights. They're all gone, or whatever died, or I, I mm-hmm. don't remember the storyline. Yeah. And he goes, well, these men in front of us, you mm-hmm. know, have them kneel, and I will make them knights. And he's like, you can't do that. Yeah. He you says, know, they, will you? The scene he says, who do you think you are? You would alter the world oh, yeah. by making these men knights? Yeah. And, and, and they all the kneel. The dramatic moment. Oh, yeah, I such a great, I love this yeah. part of the movie. They all kneel. He knights them. And then... Um, they stand up new. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and he goes, do you think just by doing that, that would make them any different? And he goes, yes, I do. Mm-hmm. And you could see it on their face. And this is the kind of, that feel yeah. is exactly what this is about. Yeah. Yeah. It's like this bestowing of, no, your new nature now in Christ yeah. is this. Yeah. So to live less is to live less, not your truest self as the wallowing sinner who will always live defeated. Right. Whereas actually <laughs> your truest self is a victorious Becoming more like Christ's overcomer. Yeah. Very inspiring. Very encouraging. (laughs) Very empowering. Which is what the gospel is supposed to do to us. The work of Christ is supposed to do that. Encourage. Inspire. Empower. And so if, if there is a core belief, you know, cutting right to a really important point that we would sooner or later get to, but if, if there really is a core belief in the believer that they are wicked, then the enemy really has you on your heels. Mm-hmm. You'll live less. You, you, you'll. It, it's 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 just the way it, it's the way it works. Underachieving. Oh, this always. <clears throat> comments like this always happens. I never. I never get to. I, ne- I, I never see the good. I, I always mess up. I never, I'll never get out of this, this cycle, this trap. That is, that's the expression of, of the wicked heart, sinner, believer. Mm-hmm. Believer. But lost in, in that place that has authority in your life that, you know, you'll ne- you know that, who does that sound like? Who, who wants to accuse and who wants to defile you in a way with that kind of thinking and let's be honest that kind of those kinds of beliefs you're the problem you'll never get this right you always do this the accuser of the brother i mean that is the enemy 
And did the enemy not use, and just to be clear, the enemy, did he not use or twist or, or use in an angle scripture Yeah. incorrectly? Master uh, of it. Yes, he did. Yeah. With Jesus, for goodness sakes. Yeah, he even tried Luke, it out on Jesus. Yeah, Luke, in the early chapters of Luke 3 and 4 and the baptism and the, you know, the the bestowing of of this is my son in whom I'm well pleased. You know, you step into the next chapter and the Spirit of the Lord leads Jesus into the wilderness where he's tempted for 40 days. And we get those three, kind of those three highlight moments where if you are the Son of God, change these stones into bread. I mean, their accusation, their at identity, yeah. and provide for yourself. Yeah. I mean, the enemy hasn't changed the plays that much from the garden. He's going to either bring you into question or God into question. Yeah. And usually both. I mean, that's a great simplicity. I mean, that's true. And it's very, whatever it comes down to, what is being brought into question. And if you don't know who you are, if you don't know you've been remade, if you don't know your identity, if you you don't, don't, not just know it because you memorized it, I mean... You are a practitioner. You know, you are an apprentice of Jesus, learning how to live like Jesus did. Then uh, that's where that's why Satan couldn't get through to him. So, so you make a comment, uh, and I've heard you say it on many occasions. Belief is the currency of the, the kingdom. kingdom. Yeah, yeah. What what's in? And you have this awesome map in front of us, and we'll we'll hopefully yeah. get there, and yeah. and we'll talk about this map here at the end, but. Talk about what is that? Yeah. What is going on there? Like um, how powerful our volition is or our will is yeah. from a standpoint of what we believe. Yeah. I, I, I haven't had an instrument that could really measure the voltage of it all, Troy. I mean, how, <laughs> you know, that's a great idea. You know, how powerful is it? You know, how, how many amps is in there? But um, I do know that what you believe matters. It has the ability to actually change your classification, your categorization, your, you know, you were once dead in your sin and now you're alive in Christ. Somewhere in there, even as a dead person, with this pursuit of a, of a, of a loving God, this, um, this radical pursuit of us, um, we, you know, it's different for different men and women, but somewhere along the line, we, we consent. We say yes. We agree. Uh, we, yeah, that's another say, way to put it. We invite. We, we recognize that the life that we have without him, it, we've got, there must be something better. There must be something more. We subscribe. We sign up. We sign on. We, we raise our hand from the pew. I mean, something, even in this state of being dead, you know, has the ability, the volition to, to choose, to make a choice. Choose well. I mean, this is all over the prophets. You know, choose. Choose me this day. Choose whom you will serve. Choose me. Mm-hmm. Choose well. Be careful. Be careful. How Be you careful. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so that I, I, I would put all that under this question of belief. Mm-hmm. You know, your beliefs matter. Um, we, another way that we can come at it is um, if the truth is going to set you free, believe the truth. But if the lies are going to 
set you in, in bondage of mm-hmm. some to something in some way to to be then you know then you believe a lie about yourself or about God about how it works about what it is so the the power of that if the if, if you can be, I mean the truth is sitting there but it, but it really is somehow there's a part of it that that invites you to I mean it, it's powerful in and of itself but it's not powerful in your life yeah. until you so believe it. So that's the currency of the kingdom. You you spend, you invest, you 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 know you buy in. That's what we mean by there's a currency to it. You you get to place it in in into different things. And if if we all are honest, um, you know the idea that we've that we've believed false things or we've believed believe lies about ourselves, about God, about others. I haven't ran across anybody that can that, bats that can come yeah, yeah, that's about a thousand on that. Yeah. Actually most of us didn't even know there was a place to swing at. You yeah. know, but I think that's where when we can confess that, you know what, I my life has taught me my interpretation of things, what I believe about how, how yeah. the world works, how life works, who I am in it. Yeah, I've gotten some bad intel and bad information, and it's been operational in me. That's what we mean by belief. What you believe matters. It has authority in your life. And, and if you believe lies. And, and the crazy thing, back to the, the heart, the good heart, is um, you know, it's with the heart you believe, says hmm. Jesus, says Paul says uh, Peter and James, says Oswald Chambers. You know, I mean, these saints that have uh, invited us to see this. This isn't something new that we're talking about. Yeah. This is very ancient. I'm going to pause the conversation right there and pick it up next episode. See you then. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. I hope you were encouraged. If you would like more information about The Kindling Fire, just go to thekindlingfire.com. You know, the podcast is only one-fourth of all the cool stuff we've got going on. Uh, We have a seven-day devotional called Become a Sign and a Wonder. It's a video devotional that I send directly to your phone through Facebook Messenger. Uh, You can find out information about that at thekindlingfire.com slash wonder. Uh, Also, guests that come on the show are blogging every single week that I get to deliver directly to your inbox or through Facebook Messenger. Go to the website. You can find more information there and the blog. And the last thing we have is for entrepreneurs or anybody else that is starting something. uh, It's called the 30-Day Firestarter Challenge. Uh, There you can you'll get 30 second videos for 30 days of inspirational quotes and scriptures that will really help get your fire started as you are trying to create and start something um, in your life. Thank you so much and be awesome.